Greetings, interweb folk. My apologies if you hear hammering and nailing or what have you in the background behind me. I don't know if you can hear it, but if you can, it's because the Constructicons on the plot next door are attempting to assemble even more student housing. And... They are loud, and apparently do not believe in podcasting. Anyway, I thought I would ramble for a little bit about social media. And in thinking about this, I actually went online on Facebook and the Twitters and asked people about how they feel about the particular question that I have about social media, and so I'll probably be looking at that again in a moment. But here's basically the thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around. Something is wrong. See, I can remember back when I started to use social media in the mid to late aughts, and I remember going on there for fun, going on there and interacting deeply with people and actually forming relationships with folks I had never met still haven't met in some cases, becoming friends with them, getting to know them, having fun chatting back and forth, tossing words out into the ether and getting responses. It was awesome. It was a constantly ongoing conversation. Now, however, I'm finding that my social media experiences aren't quite the same quality as they used to be. I feel a bit more distant from everyone again. Now, some of that may have to do with the fact that when I started using social media in the manner I'm speaking of, I was unemployed. So that probably was a factor. I had a lot more time to just sort of hang out and catch up on things. Going back through the various feeds of the Twitters and the book faces and the MySpace. Remember MySpace. So it became, I guess, less of a conversation and more of a casual, Hey, how's it going? So there's that. I did used to feel more connected to folks. Nowadays, while I still get on social media every day, it does seem a bit like more of a chore to go back through and read all the updates from everybody. And while I am following more people these days, it's not that many more. Not really. I've kind of kept my number of folks friended or followed or what have you down to something that I was hoping would be manageable for me. Nowadays, I don't know if I just happen to pick a number that isn't manageable for me anymore or if something else has changed, which it may have. I'm busier these days, but I still take time to go and look at stuff on social media. But looking back at my ponderings about this that I posted over on Facebook, I got some responses. And one response comes to, I still use it for fun. If it's not fun anymore, then I'll stop using it. And I agree with that. Thankfully, it is still fun for me. It's just that there are a lot of times when, I don't know, it feels like it's expected. I know one thing I can tell you I really don't like is the sense of obligation. Everybody wants you to be on social media and immediately accessible 24-7. And I think it wasn't quite this way, at least not to this degree, even five or six years ago. I don't own a smartphone. Not that I wouldn't like one, but I just can't afford one yet. But these days, it seems people take smartphones for granted and they expect me to have one. So I think that's another difference. Back in the old days, no one was expecting me to be online. I mean, it's not like it came as a great shock, but I don't know. It's kind of that thing where someone is pleased to see you because they didn't realize you were there. Nowadays, people just kind of take it for granted that you're always there, sitting there on their magic pocket telephones, no matter where you may be, no matter what you may be doing. Wherever they go, there you are. That idea kind of bothers me. But then that may be getting into another topic, so I'll table that for now. But yeah, maybe it used to be more fun because I didn't feel like I had to be there. I don't know. 
I got another response saying that I became addicted. Ah, well, I've been addicted to social media for quite a long time. I think a short time after I discovered it, I became addicted to it. So that's been the case forever. However, thinking on it, I can see the idea that if you get horribly addicted to something, you expect more and more of it, and it becomes less and less satisfying. Like drugs. So you have to keep taking more and more to be able to get that special feeling that you had when you took it for the first time. And revisitations seem shallower and shallower. So that could definitely be a contributing factor. I don't know, I may have to do an experiment at some point and try to go off of social media for a while and then come back to it to see if there's a change, if I feel any differently about it after a break from it, if it seems that wonderful once again, if I can recapture that old feeling. I'm not really after recapturing old feelings, though, necessarily for this, so we shall see. Also, I'm not really interested in breaking said addiction, so I'm not quite sure how much time I could spend away. But it's definitely something to think about. There's a comment saying that it's the precursor for a telepathic network. And soon all of our communication will be mind-to-mind and instantaneous! Our communication will travel at the speed of thought! And we'll have an unfathomably close and uncomfortable relationship with everyone else on the planet. As we see every single aspect of their lives. And that's kind of fun to think about. But I really hope that doesn't happen because that's kind of scary. And then someone said that part of the problem is that folks use social media to give their opinions on everything under the sun. And everybody's trying to talk at once. And I think that might actually be a very significant factor here. Because while I haven't really expanded my following activities that much necessarily. I think the fact that the pool is bigger, in this case I'm talking about the pool of people using social media, might be causing it to be less fun. There are now way more folks on all of these social media sites than there used to be. Basically, I know that in the late aughts, in the late 2000s, if you will, I remember a phrase coming about to the effect that Facebook is where you lie to your friends, and Twitter is where you tell the truth to strangers. And I kind of still use Facebook and Twitter for two separate things, true. I remember using Facebook to try to keep in touch with people that I already knew, people with whom I am already friends. And I remember getting on Facebook back in the days when you had to actually already know the person in real life to friend them. And I try to still use that strategy, at least to the extent that This may sound a little cheesy, but everybody that I have friended on Facebook is somebody that either I am already friends with in real life, or that I would be interested in being friends with in real life. And actually, I just look back and have been reminded of LiveJournal. Oh, LiveJournal. I think people are still on LiveJournal. I used to use LiveJournal as well. Haven't really done it in a while. But I think in the case of things like Twitter and Facebook, and also Google+, something that happened was that a lot more people got into it. And not to be a hipster or anything, but I think those platforms may have suffered for it. Because now, even if you're only following a relatively small number of people, in my case, on Twitter, I'm following something like less than 400 people. On Facebook, I think it's somewhere a little under 500 people. And that might be a lot for some folks. I know that for unemployed me, it was fine. It used to be a little bit less than that, but not that much less than that. But the fact that so many people felt obligated to try to follow so many of the people that joined has kind of led to a marginalization of a sort. 
And smartphones contributed to this too, because it meant that you're now connected to social media 24-7. So, paradoxically, the more attention these networks get, the less attention you can give them, because it's this flood of information. So the people that I've been following and communicating with have a lot more to pay attention to now than they used to. And they're retweeting or reposting stuff that they're seeing from people that I don't follow. And the memes are always the things rising to the top. So I guess to a certain extent, I don't know, the internet's becoming more generic in that respect. That's a possibility. Homogenization. And I'm a little sad because I'd like to have those deeper connections with folks like I used to. There are a lot of people I kind of miss that I used to talk to a lot, and I don't get to talk to them nearly as often these days. And part of that is definitely me. I got busy, so I wasn't able to keep my end of the social media conversation going. But I guess there's only so much you can give feedback on when you're competing with millions of people, just casually catching things, whatever happens to be there when they look. I don't know. I remember when I joined Google+, I was actually in the beta, and the funny thing is, I know a lot of folks don't like Google+, because I guess, I don't know, it's not Facebook. That seems to be what most of the arguments against it I've heard boil down to. And it's perhaps a little bit elitist to say this, I don't know. But during the beta, Google Plus was freaking awesome. And I kind of feel as though it had to do with the fact that it was invitation only, so you only had a limited group of folks on there. It was a really big group, big enough that you could investigate one or two new people a day, because that's all that would come up at that point, just a couple of new people a day or so. And so you had time to sort of casually go in and say, oh, let me look at this person. Let me investigate. Hello, who are you? Or ignore them utterly if they didn't seem that interesting to you. And you could connect with the people. And I remember using G Plus a lot at that time. Then they opened it up to the public. Everyone and his brother rushed in, the businesses, the spammers, and just a sizable percentage of Earth's population. And public traffic ground largely to a halt. I still use it today, and I think one of the things that kind of saved G Plus for me was the fact that you could now create communities so you could get your numbers of people down to more specific channels and not have to handle everybody at once. The idea for the circles was great, but only worked when you had a slightly more limited number of people. And the communities on G Plus try to save that idea a little bit. It's not quite the same thing, but I think that and the G Plus Hangouts are the two saving graces for G Plus these days. In my general stream on G Plus, I still see people posting regularly from time to time. Either people who have circled me that I'm watching, or people that I have put into a particular circle. But it's nothing like what it was. I pretty much have to be watching all of my circles to get any amount of significant traffic on the main feed there these days. So maybe what we need is a social network that has a lot of people on it, but is limited in the number of people it will allow. Maybe just enough people that you can still meet new folks every day for years, but not so many people that their attention is all over the place and it stops seeming worth it. I don't know, maybe some sort of site that allocates membership in lots, and if you're part of a particular lot, then those are the people that you get to hang out with. But then when that lot is full, that's it. You cannot join another lot. You know, unless you become someone else, which I'm sure a lot of people would, because that's easy on the internet. You just create a new account. But in principle, maybe a slightly smaller sandbox might be helpful. I don't know. It could be a terrible idea. I guess it would be a question of just finding the right balance. I don't know, maybe I'll try out this LO thing folks are talking about. Maybe that'll let me recapture the joy of the late aughts. 
Or, you know, maybe I could try to make an effort to connect with folks again, like I hear human beings do. There is always that. How do humans do that again? I'll have to go look it up. I'm sure there must be a blog on it somewhere. In the meantime, I think I've rambled long enough, so take care and I'll see you all of a sudden.